Let me tell you a story for the ages. Before there was the greatest podcast in the world, there was the prelude to the greatest podcast in the world. Twelve such preludes existed. Twelve for every star sign in the zodiac. Twelve for the apostles, if you don't count the thirteenth one. These preludes were called Human Trials. And you're about to listen to Human Trials number five. Enjoy. Welcome one, welcome all to the Thigh Gap Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. The Untitled Thigh Gap Podcast, Human Trials, number five. Ah, yeah. With us today here in the studio, my name is... Well, my fake name is Bogus Noob, and my co-host... Being brute. I was going to say smooth as butter, but he just... Being brute, that's right. In a quite opposite way to smooth, interjected. Yeah, yeah. Being brute, there, there you go. That's how people call him, on the streets. The streets of Hyderabad, the streets of Nalukonta, where he was born, where he was from, like a breeze of wind, blazed through, made his way all the way to. The fuck is this area, bro? What's it called? Doesn't matter, dude. Doesn't matter. Somewhere out in Kokatpali. Is that an upgrade or a downgrade? Who knows? Ah. Uh, yeah. Being Brute, everyone, welcome to the Thigh Gap Podcast, Being Brute, Human Trials number 5. How do you feel? Tell us. Well, I speak very well, uh, but this is a really amazing thing to be here. And uh, the Bogunu with me and uh, Being Brute over here from Nanakunda. And so uh, what really amazing with the darkness in the room and uh, yeah, the fans are running as one. And I said, well, that always goes, it's very, very good. And it's something that's really amazing and appalled in the way. And so I thought, I don't know what I'm talking about. So what are the north? I'm going to talk about the north. I'm going to talk about the north. I'm going to talk about Smooth as butter, being brewed. As you saw, I'm honored to be in the presence of being brewed today, although he's only here by obligation, but still, small graces, small wonders. So being brewed, what are we going to talk about today? Because earlier you were saying that you had an amazing, the best Top of the shelf topic that was reserved for the podcast. 
Why don't you share with us? Ah, well, yes, uh, I would like to share uh, the amazing topics that uh, I've uh, handpicked, chosen and uh, groomed it and refurbished it for the sake of, uh, what do you call this? The human trials. Human trials uh, number five. Yeah. And because Nook and being brute here, uh, being brute, being very cool, very smooth, very small, part and PT. So, Bogus Nook, welcome to you too. Oh, I've always seen that uh, that I don't quite okay I think we can do let go of the music a little but yeah uh, really nice to be here guys uh, I'm the man from the Nalakuntas and uh, I don't I, I don't think I've ever in all the human trials that we have done before uh, for the Thigap podcast mm. which uh, right up there I think people should immediately like uh, and subscribe absolutely I mean it takes some confidence to say that say that on possibly probably our worst podcast opening. Yes, ever. definitely. And but there you go. I mean that that was authentic. All of that was unplanned, pure. Came from a pure place and improv. But yes, I just wanted to make sure that everybody also knows who's on the other side of the mic. Right. Which is Bogus Nook, the man from, uh, what are you from, Sanatnagar? What is the place that you come from? Uh, all over the place, bro. All over the place. Yeah, it's too big. So, it covers quite a bit of land, otherwise also. Yep. So, I'm happy to be here. Are you? I'm, very, I'm excited. Intense. Intense. The tone in your voice shows the excitement. Passionate Amazing. about being here. Yes, that's exactly the kind of excitement my dead dog showed when I gave him a treat. But anyways, coming back to uh, what I was talking about. So I just had this amazing uh, question, yeah. right? That I was trying to like think for myself okay. and came up with actually a pretty weird answer. What? Like, you know, when we were all kids, like when you're in our childhood, you always have this definition of, oh, this is how rich people are. So when I grow up, you know, this is how I'll be rich. Okay. Right. What What was it like for you? What was that's your... my question. So you have to answer it. Okay. Don't put this around me like a typical politician. No, but you I'm going to ask topic, you. Right? Yes. So the with... topic was like, what was your definition of being rich as a kid? As a kid. As a kid. Yeah. Okay. As a kid, the for the farthest back I can remember of feeling that okay, if I if we have this, we are rich. Right. Was uh, Super Mario. <laughs> Console. Super Mario console. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so, pretty straightforward. That's so dumb. I mean, so we we used to we lived in uh, a district called Morena in Madhya Pradesh. Mm-hmm. My bank. Uh, my father was a banker. So, so your benchmark of rich was yeah. really low. Oh, it, I'm telling you. So <laughs> we lived opposite of uh, the Sabji Mandi of Morena uh-huh. in Madhya Pradesh. Which is which was a like, like, like the elite areas of Morena or? Oh no no it was so Morena is close to Chambal Valley. Uh huh. So at that point of time, Pulan Devi was also active. Her gang oh. of. How how yeah. like give me a date? How long back was this? Oh bro, this is just. Ninety four. Way back when. Ninety two. Oh yeah, not uh, not ninety two. Oh. Earlier than ninety two, I think. Okay, this shows how old our dear. Post bogus nugis was we it like in the to, 80s? We like to use the word wise. How wise? Every man for himself. Yeah. Every man for himself. Let's go with wise. Yeah. So let's say this is late 80s. Right. 
uh, you know, just so that we create some curiosity. Late eighties, early nineties. Early nineties. Full of youth and energy. You idiot! I just said ninety two. Like, what? What else can be earlier than ninety two in nineties? So let's let's go ninety two. Okay, so ninety two. This was in the year of ninety two. Right. And your definition of being rich was the moment you get like a Super Mario console. You felt that hey, yeah, I made it in life, like yeah, because that's what that's what I wanted. As doesn't a matter, yeah, but at that age, that's what you thought, yeah, right? Yeah. Interesting. So, did you become rich? Not really. I don't have a concept. <laughs> you still don't have a concept. No. Okay, and that definition changes obviously, right? As you keep growing, yeah, changes, of being yeah. rich, kind definitely. Of yeah. Okay, so here, here is what no, I used it's to a think. Totally different picture, yeah. No, no, we don't care about the present. Obviously, okay. we we are Indians. We live in the past glory. Right. So. I just wanted to say, what? So I was just thinking about this, re- like today morning, right? Mm. For some weird reason, whatever. My definition of being rich was inspired from. You remember that Mahabharat show which used to come on Sundays yeah. in morning, yeah. right? So just before the Mahabharat show, we used to get Jungle Book, right? At nine o'clock, yeah. and then at ten o'clock we would have that one-hour episode, right? Yeah. So between those this thing, mm-hmm. the changes, there used to be this like plethora of ads that we used to get like that sunflower ad yeah, and yeah. then Ta-da. all those, yeah, da, yeah right, uh, with the kid jumping among jalebis Lots and all, kids jumping, uh, and then you have that uh, uh, Zinda Tilismat or something oh, yeah. like that, we had kids that ad, that also. Yeah. yeah, and then there would be this one ad about a fridge, okay. right, like a refrigerator, mm. every time I saw that ad, I used to be like, this is what being rich is. My definition of being rich was the moment you open a fridge, mm. right? It is full. Uh, and I'm right, talking okay. about like an ad full, okay. right? Like in how a commercial ad, how they show the fridge is full. Like they open, there's a jelly there in the deep freezer, right, right. and there is Coke bottles and right. then water bottles or whatever, like fresh vegetables inside. Bro, I just realized I'm so old. I don't even remember seeing fridge ads in my childhood. Seriously? Yeah, I don't think they started. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's intense, dude. That is... Uh, yeah. It's I'm dying. You, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you were you like the paper ad guy who would wait for that I'm, Sunday mag yeah. like paper and ask taking a concert. Uh, which is, was also... Is old? Lakshman Sylvania old? Dude, we, I had... Like in my childhood, we had a TV which was made by ECIL. Okay, we had ECTV. ECTV. ECTV is the same. ECI. Yeah, 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 high ECTV. five, bro. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So ECTV generation we are, dude. Yeah, yeah. Makes me old as you. Yeah, Shit, this is the lowest point in my life. My uncles are my uncles had the Dinora thing, the brown box. Dinora still was posh if I'm not yeah, right. I think it's like posh, an international yeah. TV. Then posh. came Onida and then came blah blah blah. ECTV was not even on the list. Yeah. That's what we have. Yeah, ECTV was not even sold. It didn't have like an outlet where you could go into a shop and like buy ECI yeah. TV. Yeah. This was only given to people who probably are central government employees or something like that. Yeah. Because my uncle, I lived in a joint family, right? Because that's how you could sustain back in the day, living off each other's earnings. Right. So, so basically my uncle used to work in ECIL and he got it like as a oh, okay, okay. five year anniversary or hmm. what is that five year? or 10 year anniversary back yeah. in the day they used to give like a tv or a mixer that's how you kind of got stuff home yeah, yeah you wouldn't buy those things right yeah. so so that's how we got like an ec tv i don't know how you got it i think we bought it 
I think you stole it. That's what I think because I, like I just said, the most, there is no showroom. The most majority <laughs> common reason is just we just went and bought it. We wanted a TV, we just bought it. That's it. I don't remember ECTV is being sold in like a showroom. That's why I kind of have doubts on your. I mean, I don't know. Family's past, and then you, yeah. you, you are claiming that you lived in some godforsaken land in Madhya Pradesh, where Poolan Devi was yeah, she was still active. They used to, her decoys used to come to the sabji mandi every day almost to take vegetables. So they used to come with their rifles. Dark and past, to, and they used to drop trains on the bridge. They used to be on bridge that goes uh-huh. under the Poolan River. Right. They used to stop those trains and they used to rob them. That was their thing. Bandit Queen. I know who Pulan Devi is. I saw the, the movie. So the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the millennials. Of course, yeah. So obviously, now that you mentioned, like for the audience and who might be the millennials, yeah. How do you think their definition of being rich changed? Because the disposable cash that these guys have nowadays, at like what, 16, 17, 20, yeah, is way more than what we had. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how do you think their definition? Because what was our Benchmark of being rich is what they are having already, right? Because yeah. you know, overall families grew in financial status. I think in our case, rather than millennial, it's more of uh, what class they are. Like if they are the working class, then they have different ideas of what riches. If they have, if they are like the family business type of class, then they have different ideas of like what rich is for them. And they, those entrepreneurial people scale up way better and way faster, much better. Like the ideal way, mm. they think big, at least. And they grow exponentially. They also. grow ex- because yeah, they, they don't think, grow. They think exponentially, right? And they grow exponentially. Whereas the working class, it's always the goals are one promotion to another step level. You know, like yeah, very, yeah. And it's like okay, but you are having steady rate of growth, but you are losing quite a lot of time also. You know, like. And you're only hum, hum, how long, how much longer are you going to be productive? Like, are you going to be productive that much beyond your 60s? So there is like a limit, right? Like 50, 55. <laughs> what do you think? This is another interesting thing, right? Which, you know, sometimes I ask my dad also. What made 62 the benchmark? Or 62, right? 62 yeah. is like the retiring age. Or is it 60? Yeah. What made 60 or 62 the benchmark to retire? You know, because there are so many people, yeah. like my uncle himself, uh, who retired after 62 from ECIL, right? He was still pretty healthy, you know? And even, I mean, he, he is still pretty healthy. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Padana. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I look at him and I'm like, hmm. I'm I sure think he's not listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll never listen to yeah. this. Uh, but I keep thinking that, you know, he could have still pulled off another good five, ten years of being active and being productive because he's still really, you know, uh, on his on his toes most of the time. Uh, he functions almost the same way. On the contrary, when so he was he retired, like a salaried employee or ECI, the central government. That's the thing. Spent they, like they, twenty-five years they, there. They just seem to have this in their. Uh, it like becomes protocol. like yeah, it becomes like a machine muscle yeah. memory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wakes up at like six in the morning, has his like tea. Yeah. By seven thirty, even today, he is mm. like ready. He's ready for the day. Mm. Only on the contrary, now mm. he is like super bored all through the day, right? He just has to wait from one meal to another. He's figuring out ways to like keep himself busy. 
which which is actually a sad sight you know because he still has the potential to deliver and contribute but i think the same applies to my father also because the retirement he was he's quite an active guy actually he roams around the country like mad crazy uh even at the age uh it's usually almost always temples uh but you know <laughs> so said with such such distaste no it's, it's like not. as if he's wasting his travel he's going to play temples everywhere in the country no 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 i don't i don't mind it at all really because he's having a blast huh. all those places we know that the older the temples are the better the surroundings are in terms of you know the ambiance okay i get just that yeah it's just like that the aura older, that you yeah yeah the, yeah the it's very different it has more to tell it feels different yeah. like you can just chill out you can just sit in some corner and read a book do what you want like even take a nap it makes a difference though because just where the place is located mm. Mm. Uh, geographically but yeah so i don't really mind it but i just say like a fun like it makes me laugh almost because he was like a hardcore atheist Yeah. and yet he is going to temples or that like he change? swung extreme like fuck <laughs> mountain dew like it went like from here to there to all of us yeah it's a very interesting story because uh like he used to be like that uh just when my parents got married uh uh-huh. so my mom was super young even my dad was super, they were both the same age almost mm. when they got married like 24 something mm. so 23 i think 23 24 So he was an extreme atheist, and in the college he used to, you know, be like rowdyish, like activist mm. kind of things, like active in that space. So he was a very hardcore kind of guy, and temper was through the roof. Mm. So my mom probably could handle the temper initially, but she somehow could not digest that he was an atheist. And your mom is like religious or like my mom spiritual was like or spiritual? Yeah, my mom was definitely not atheist. Like, like how would you rate? How would you like? Hmm, my how mom would you was term? never religious. She was always spiritual. Okay, so she doesn't. So when you say she's not religious, you mean to say she's like, not ritual. She's not. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. It's all in the mind. It's all in the everyday actions. Right. The karma, the through the action kind of thing. So right. she maintains a balance by the way she treats people and. Hmm. The way she lives her life, hmm. that spiritual process for her. So she is happy in that. Right. So she somehow could not digest that he was a atheist. Hmm. So she kind of prayed, like she says, very hard. Hmm. That he very hard, like extreme hardness. She prayed that within five years he has to change. I want to see him like flip. Hmm. And literally within five years he flung <laughs> like, <laughs> to the other extreme. To the other extreme. And, and now he's like ritualistic, religious, or is he's ritualistic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he maintains that. And have you ever had the conversation as to what made no, it happen? No, because even as a student, even in his youth, he was always a very disciplined guy. Mm. He was an overachiever, like brilliant student. Mm. So it's not tough for a guy like that to maintain the ritualistic demand of. No, religion. I'm saying like, did you ever, um, did you have a conversation with him where you asked him like, what happened? Like, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, because, because that was that. I, I I'm surprised you didn't. It's an interesting conversation. I know you missed an opportunity for thirty, what seventy years a year. No, no, I know it's interesting. But the thing is, one thing the reason for that is, he never directly first hand told me the story himself. I don't know why. Till now, he never he's never talked about this with me. That is one thing. Second, my mom also doesn't know because he hasn't told her also like what happened. So so the possible long okay let's. 
get to the drawing board. So there is a very bright possibility right. that your father was having having his uh, afternoon nap. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's just thinking like, oh, I'm going to take a nap as an atheist. That's it. And then he slept. That's it. And then boom, That's there was it. one yeah. celestial being who came into his the dreams and was like, just right. yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I don't know, it's like, you know, this is what is going to happen. You're going to become like an atheist. Now that you've seen me, you gotta believe me. And that would have happened. And he also might have hushed in his ears saying that, by the way, don't tell it to anyone. I mean, like happened, any typical God dream. If that happened, he would have probably started a religion. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost in those lines. No, because he's... I, I don't know what Okay, happened. he's not started a religion because maybe he's not an entrepreneur in nature. No, maybe nothing like that happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> No, because you don't know. Yeah. As much as it is not true, what it is not can true? like what I've the yeah, version yeah, that yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It as is a much possibility. As it is. It is that I can't deny. Like, yeah. No arguing with that. Yeah. Thigh gap. Subscribe. <laughs> and share. And share, and share. guys. That's yeah. yeah. So basically, coming back to my revelation. Yeah. Before we started the podcast, this was an interesting thing that came into my mind, where I was thinking, hmm, where have I come in my life? Right, and then one thing led to another, and basically I came down to the question like, what was I thinking when I was a kid, right? What of, what did I wanted to become, or of what being wealthy man? Yeah, like you know, what was the stage which I wanted to reach, and suddenly I'm at this dead end, saying like, hey, you know what? I have the what the fridge wanted. fridge of my dreams, and better, right? and yeah. better yeah. probably, yeah, uh, and that's it. I basically have no other ambition beyond that like i can't define wealth everything else is just for me to like oh okay i'll spend on this i'll spend on that like you know that i'm crazy about watches and i have this yeah i've picked up the hobby of horology and studying that and this yeah so now i'm like okay fine whatever i earn like you know it's mostly about spending it on watches rather than saving it up or because you don't understand how you function as a wealthy guy right yeah i mean I honestly I don't get it sometimes. I'm, I I am really bad at uh, financial health, you can say, because I don't understand the concept of okay, fine. How do I save money? Yeah. What do I do to save money? My concept is just to throw it in on my account and don't touch it. That's how basic bitch I am. Like so, seriously. Yeah. So there's is no, mine. There's like, no planning. There's no strategizing. Like oh, diversify your assets. Yeah. Accounts. Like you know when there's people one account. <laughs> It's diverse. All the Marwadi friends, yeah. okay, and shout out to all Marwadis. I so, hate yeah. you guys. Yeah. You've stolen enough girls from me. Gujus. Gujus. Uh, I, I outcast Gujus. They've stolen four girls from me with that uh, yeah. well combed, oily hair and I pink mean, I, trousers. I give credit, my enterprising fuckers, dude. They, don't, they just don't leave the box. Anything. They go after anything. They go after you put them are. into garbage and Fucking they'll make a business hustle. out of it. Yeah. And they actually did. Like, you know, steel scrap. Know how Ammani got rich? He started selling scrap, dude. <laughs> that's how that's how he built like a freaking empire. Wow, and then just piled it up and now it's called Antilla. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it is. Yeah. But yeah, coming back, I, I was just thinking and now like one thing led to another and I was like, okay, fine, I got my fridge. Right. I'm rich. Right. Uh that rhymed. And uh, I don't know how. But I'm now rich, bitch. <laughs> I, I I mean we can we can drag that. Uh, this is some Chappelle show, that same guy. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> rich, bitch. So now I was thinking like, now that I had that dream, say if I have my kids, 
uh, what would be my kids benchmarks right like what if my kid right. comes up and thinks that you know what dad we are not that rich i was going to say this actually that's the advantage i think we had which is because of whatever limitations our goals themselves were so low yeah so it was easy to achieve it the end result i feel is that we know what it means to be content on some level even though we still have you know some desires and ambitions but we also know how to be happy with what we have because our goals themselves to start off with they were modest they were humble and now we've done okay we've already crossed it so we know what it means to be content but that's the problem there's a lot of people now this generation like you said your kid what standards will he have that's going to be a slight issue i feel because you're starting off already from a from a pedestal from a pedestal from a level or whatever so it probably might become a challenge to know what it means to feel be content with what you have because i'm not even going that deep oh. i'm just uh, in a sense like i get what you're saying yeah uh, but i'm also looking at it in a very very uh, objectified way okay right like i mean you i still have dreams like oh i should have this huge bungalow i should have like two mm. three cars mm. blah 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 mm. but it is not as driving force or it's not that that huge an urge in me when compared to what urge i had in buying that fridge yeah right yeah so for my kid what that's what i'm thinking like if i have when my kids come and when they grow to a certain age uh and then they start thinking how will they objectify wealth right because the definition of wealth has changed yeah which is what made me when which is what started making me think like hmm what do, what are millennials millennials thinking or my hunch there's a term millennials yeah. first of all i think that's very racist so i'm going to like pinch myself as a form of punishment no uh, fucking millennials <laughs> yeah that too that so you pinch yourself too yeah. but but how do how do youngsters think of wealth now like what would be their objectified my like hunches, one my hunches it's going to tilt more towards quality of life like not only having money but how are you spending that money are you spending it for experiences for you know increasing your world view or exposing getting more exposure you mean to say travel this should travel like a huge give, part of it yeah i hope corona virus doesn't end that way. i mean that I mean, would be a lot of money saving I, let's imagine like once corona is done with <laughs> then one eventually we're back to normal uh and hopefully with heavy sanctions on uh, china Hell, yeah but uh yeah once we're done with then it's fuck i even forgot what we're talking about you said this is guys so this is what you get uh of following our podcast it's absolutely natural uh my dear friend bogus novo here has forgotten what is to be spoken yeah so we take it as just got lost in the roads guys as a hint to segue into our next segment oh wow which is a surprise surprise boo you got scared be honest just just shout mummy yeah mummy whoever got scared shout mummy in the comments guys use caps that's what and means. exclamation marks the ones which have a line underneath yeah. followed by a dot yeah yeah so uh-huh. what what else is up bogus movie man the fake man the fake man oh yes. i have i have we'll edit that out we'll edit that out yeah So you're saying 
Did you ask me something? Yeah, I was like, do you have the lighter? The, what? You didn't even say lighter. The lighter should be there. I just signaled you. Oh. You idiot. Anyways. Yeah, I'm just keeping this outside. Okay. Yes! So, Mr. Bogosnook, yeah. what do you have an offer for us on the table? Yeah, I got offer a lot of things, man. You tell me what you want. Uh, primarily, I would want our audience to enjoy what we are speaking here. Oh. And uh, keep coming back to us. Can you pull a rabbit out of the head? I mean, with this way of talking itself, I think it's pulling rabbit out of head, yes. But do you not think this itself is fun? I'm kind of fun. Guys, I just am feeling bad that uh, this is not a video podcast. Otherwise, you would have seen the charming face of Bogosnook. A face fit for radio, guys. That's the reason why we're doing this in audio. Absolutely. Okay. And also, we are working on spreading the term called Modrad. 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 Modrad is modern radio. But this ain't no podcast, bitch. Bro, yeah, yeah. what is this, bro? Say, bro. More, bro. More, More, That's right, son. This is more, That's right, son. You're trying to kill my father. <laughs> Radio kill. What, what, what killed who? Uh, what? Who killed who? Who killed the radio star? Video killed the radio. Video killed the radio star, bitches. Yeah. Video kill it. And special call out to one of our really dear friend who has lost a lot of weight. So we don't, we kind of disown him because we can't make fun of him. Jayant Nambiar. Boom. We are doing a shout out to you, dude, because you lost a lot of weight and you become handsome. So you're an outcast. We are no more a part of uh, our friend circle. I mean, when you say he's lost a lot of weight, he still lost something. So you can, I think we can still make fun of him for losing something. Fucking loser. Yeah, dude, how can you lose your what you are born with? Yeah. Can't believe it. All the charm might have melted away. Yes. Now you are but one. Now you are just the stick that holds the ice cream, but only there is no ice cream. A pile of stones just moving in tandem as you walk. Jayant. What has been? JN. You know how we call him? So we call him JP. Why is that? No freaking clue. <laughs> no. It's just that he responds. He's like a he's like, you know. He just responds to anything. You can call him like Akash and he still respond. There's a lot of wisdom in that man. Or either we feel that he's deaf on his left ear. I mean, either either one of those two things could be true. They're pretty yes. close. Pretty Same close. Difference. Pretty Same close. Difference. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So anyways, guys, uh, yes, you still, if you're still there, uh, still listening to this, we would encourage you to just put a timestamp in the comments saying as to what second have you continue to listen and you can you're free to surprise us put any timestamp in the comment section yeah, so that we know how long you've heard us because we don't believe in artificial intelligence or analytics or, or any of google. these things or google or uh, what do what was that uh, company which kind of uh, messed up with all the pol- like the polling thing and all what was that analytics called oh fuck Cambridge Analytics or, uh, or anything. Cambridge Analytica. Analytica. We don't believe or we don't trust all these. We do uh, not believe. 
the companies which uh, which ransack our privacy sayed comrade privacy sprayed comrade i hate this my phone i can't like spray it on that phone okay. it's, it's can't infect it yeah, of course but yep that was uh, thigap podcast guys uh, we are almost coming to the middle of our podcast uh, just when you thought this was ending uh, it's not surprise motherfuckers booyaka sha remember to wash your hands everyone just keep washing your hands okay every 5 minutes wash it till the skin peels off and don't worry we want to let you all know all all our indian folks that uh, be just be careful mm-hmm. just take sure make sure that uh, your hygiene oh absolutely uh, yeah. be health is the most important thing yeah. and we just want to remind all of you that summer is coming so there ain't any virus which survives the summer exactly of india it's just a matter of days matter of days that's it and this is another funny thing that we go to goa and we'll rub against each other nothing's going to happen in the famous quote of my grandfather whenever he traveled in a local bus andar endukinta raskon pusukon tirukutaru raida and what was the punchline was dongamuna kodukulu for all, for all you non telugu speaking folks dongamunda koduku means like he is a widow thief son let that let that just be for our local folks like let's like sink it in for our guys for our brethren yep you can hashtag uh, dmk oh yeah that's the hashtag for the podcasting i think we should come up with a hashtag like every podcast every podcast right yeah like last last podcast we had the hashtag of modrad 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 so what's this week's podcast dmk dmk dongamunda dongamunda kodku i think dmk has some other connotations as well but i think it's one of those uh, uh wwf ka no team so political party oh anna dmk also i'm so sorry fighting, you're saying dmk oh i'm very sorry what happened see up. i'll tell you uh, basically i'm not into politics oh uh, yeah forget about uh, any politics so i am not into polling also like in the sense of, okay. like when you go during that uh, election time uh, okay. you see everybody putting uh-huh. on table put uh-huh. on white cloth uh, uh-huh. then have this uh, uh, answer sheets uh-huh. and then they say hey if your name is here uh, means uh-huh. you can go in and press that button uh-huh. now the point is uh, for me uh-huh. any button i press uh, somebody else is only winning i press last time airplane button uh-huh. Okay, somebody else won. Oh, yeah. Now, the before last time, I pressed uh, the cricket bat button. Ah. Somebody else won. Oh, yeah. So, what is the point of pressing? You see, eh? yeah, now yeah. somebody is coming and falling yeah. at your chappal Correct. and they're saying, Oh, Anna, press this button. Oh, everybody enjoy, enjoy and all. Oh. Then, uh, pressing that button means somebody else is winning. Oh. What, do you, what can I do? I can't shun them. i can't say oh don't oh, don't go all that so therefore what i decided oh, is the leave uh, this politics business ah. and just worry about oh, your day to day needs that's all i said to the youngsters correct you know that's just if you said dmk 
there's a good chance it's going to be yeah or or actually there is a humongous chance that the hashtag already exists yeah i mean what are the topics we talked about there should be one hashtag out of that right what what was we we basically discussed about uh, or or let's do this let's leave it to the audience let's let the let them come up with a hashtag guys put it in our comments let us know what is the hashtag which has excites you after listening to this even if that means that you hated it just put his hashtag we hate you yeah we and know. we will love it absolutely i mean no one's going to hear this no one is actually listening to this no one will listen to this but leave us your comments because that's not an excuse or or I have, actually there is another interesting thing if any of you know a santosh just tag him yeah santosh tag santosh that should be the hashtag hashtag tag santosh that's it that's it that's the hashtag for the podcast episode this time okay human trials number 5 mamba number 5 let's close it with that this is for all of you guys who you don't know what happens post the recording of a podcast there is dead silence because yeah. we have spoken for so long that uh, we ran out of vocabulary to continue a normal conversation no i mean speech may be silver but in the end silence is golden virtue what was virtue then virtue is patience patience oh is patience gold. is virtue silence is gold we'll save that for the next podcast patience yes so stay That's tuned just, just focus on the speech one okay and so gold one spills silver <laughs> so stay tuned guys uh, we really loved having you here uh, only thing is we hate you because there's no money rolling in still i mean come on this is the fifth test podcast still there's no money and we like any other great enterprise we are always testing i mean yeah patience is much until the next human trial thank you subscribe and share and share guys hey thanks for listening you can follow this podcast on spotify to get notified of new episodes every thursday we're also on apple podcast for those of you who've partaken in the forbidden fruit if you liked what you heard leave us a five star rating and a comment say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog a rating and a comment really helps us out it's free and i'm told that's a great price but enough about us huh tell us about yourself leave us a comment our twitter is @thigap and we are _thigap on instagram